Hi everyone and welcome to My Unfiltered Twenties. A podcast about the ups and downs, highs and lows and realities of life in your twenties. By me, Abby Parker. And me, Lucy Martin. This week we're going to be talking about all things Halloween. So, how was your week? Um, it's been alright. It's just been, I think, third year is hitting me hard. Um, it's just been a lot of reading. Because obviously I don't have lectures this year, I just have two hour seminars. And it just feels like the reading is probably four times the amount that it was last year. Um, even after like my Alex, who was on a few weeks ago, she agrees with me that it's just it's just way too much for some seminars it'll be probably like 300 400 pages and it's just like how do they expect us to do that much i mean i don't know how you do that i i don't know because i don't i thought obviously i like reading but it's not the same reading non-fiction stuff to reading fiction and it takes me ages to read like academic books and texts and stuff like tonight i'm trying to get through my reading for my seminar tomorrow morning and it just feels like I'm constantly behind like I'm never never caught up mm. which is stressful it does seem like that it seems like you guys are, are never done there's always something to be reading yeah exactly which... especially because we've got our first essay due next week and I just feel like I can't write an essay anymore I've forgotten how to do it I haven't done one mm. since like I don't know like May so it's just been a while I feel like most most people at uni are getting sort of the same thing right now. I like struggling to get back into it. It's normal, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I've definitely felt the the like step up. I feel like last year was really manageable, and like if I was behind, it was my fault. You know, I was like, oh well, I didn't go to this or I skipped this, blah blah blah. But this year, it just feels like. I'm behind, but I'm still doing mm-hmm. more, a lot more than I was doing last year. And it is, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. It's weird. That's the thing, because I feel like I work all the time. Like, I feel like I'm always doing reading, but then it gets to the morning of my seminar and I'm still not finished. I just, I yeah. don't know, it's just so hard to sort of, like, balance everything. And obviously with diff- dissertation as well I'm just like where where am I going to find the time to do my dissertation with all this seminar reading essays for other modules it's just like crazy yeah I've now like worked out which seminars they ask you about the reading and which ones they don't so I can then prioritize the reading for seminars where I know they're going to go through it in detail like the student hack the ones where I can like hide more <laughs> that is a, a lifestyle hack for students <laughs> there you go hack in ours they kind of ask like they always ask for all of the readings no, so I it's just, do with oh, so you always have to prepare things for, for like oh so what did you, oh what what did you think of this bit and it's just oh my god like well i the thing is they don't really call us out that one of our lecturers does tend to call people up, but he tends to, like, pick on the people who have already said stuff. Um, So, like, he'll return to a point, he'll go, oh, so-and-so was talking about this earlier, do you want to talk about that more? So if you don't say anything, you can't, he kind of forgets you're there, and it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, I can hide. But in other stuff, it's like, they want you to speak. But you don't have to, they're not going to pick on you, but... 
it's kind of like oh well I like low-key you feel like oh they know that I haven't spoken Mm. I don't Mm -hmm. know I guess that is one of the good things about the online seminars though because it's less pressure to say things and if you don't say anything you don't feel as awkward just sat there whereas like in the in-person ones if you're the only one that hasn't said anything and you don't know and they literally call on you and you don't know that's so awkward but it's not as bad when you're online ones mm. when you sat in your room yeah especially the ones when you don't have to have your camera on yeah and you're really anonymous mm-hmm. just an initial but <laughs> <laughs> it really makes me laugh when people have their pictures on teams you can yeah. see people have like and it's usually them like posing and i'm just like wow like yeah, like their LinkedIn profile picture. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, whoa, Vogue. <laughs> and what have you been watching, reading, listening to this week? Well, since it's spooky week, spooky Halloween. Spooky season. Spooky season. Halloween is upon us. When everyone's watching this, it will be tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm late with editing, it will be today. <laughs> um. So, I'm not hugely into Halloween. I'm not overly bothered by it, which uh, Lucy's not impressed with. Mm-mm-mm. But on the slightly, slightly spooky side, I've been watching all the BuzzFeed Unsolved mm-hmm. videos on YouTube, which I love. I've been watching them since like they first started doing them. But I feel like because it's Halloween, they're like trying to make them, mm. you know... What are movie. they? They're well. They have two different series. So they have their true crime seasons, and they'll just talk about you know random cases. So last week was last week was what they call like the, they the police nicknamed the Pink Panthers. Mm. Basically, they're this group of like no one knows who they are. Obviously, they haven't been caught. They're this group of like Serbian jewelry robbers wow but they don't know at first they thought it was like a group of like five people or something but it's not like it's this whole network of people and basically they go in with like an outrageous wig on mm-hmm. and it's called um oh God, it's called like dazzle camouflage right so you have this ridiculous wig on and people aren't looking at your facial features they're looking at this stupid wig i guess it makes sense yeah so then they'll they'll do that, distract a bit, and then someone else will walk in and like with a gun or whatever and then they just smash all the counters and I like, steal all the jewellery. And it's the same technique. They use it over and over again mm-hmm. in all these different places. Literally all the way across Europe. Oh my god. And then they've stolen like tens, if not hundreds of millions of pounds worth of jewellery. That's crazy. And never been caught. I know. I've never heard of them. No, I hadn't until this episode. Um, but they don't they don't have any idea who they are. Mm. They have like a few names. So they've solved like a few of the individual cases, but they're all linked to these networks and they have no idea like where the orders are coming from, all this sort of stuff. Um, but mostly they do this weird disguise thing. But then also there was a case where they just <laughs> drove a car through the front of a shop so it's like a bit oh my god but yeah they're like heist movie villains aren't they why yeah yeah you could definitely make a movie out of it like 
It's like money heist times. in their disguises. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was last week's episode. Um, and they also have like a supernatural season. Ooh, no. Which I can't watch. Mm-hmm. I can't watch them at night. Because they make them creepy because they've got all like the creepy music. Mm-hmm. And then it's them reading the story and they have like little animations and stuff. It's like very, you know, high production. Mm-hmm. But the supernatural seasons I can't watch at night. I have to watch them first thing in the morning because they're all, like, really creepy. Mm-hmm. And then they, like, go to locations. So they'll talk about somewhere and then they'll go and they'll, like, spend the night there. That and is what's funny disgusting. Is one of them, I know. So Ryan, he completely believes in all things supernatural. Mm. So he gets really freaked out. And then Shane thinks it's all complete nonsense. So he's, like... He's, like, trying to, like, tempt all these demons out and Ryan's freaking out. Oh, no. So it's entertaining. But obviously they can't do that at the moment because of COVID. Mm-hmm. So they can't go on location. So they were going to do a supernatural one for Halloween, but they can't start doing a true crime season instead. But it's still mm. very good. How long are the videos? I think they're normally, like, 20 to 30 minutes. Not too bad. I think... Pretty decent. I swear I watched um, a BuzzFeed one about jfk like a few years ago yeah they did a jfk one and then they did like um they did like a update when they released all those government files and Mm. stuff but that was more that wasn't as interesting because it was just like logistics Mm -hmm. Mm. i mean um kind of similar to that i don't know whether any of our listeners watched the first season of unsolved mysteries on netflix Mm-hmm. which is, mm-hmm. for anyone that hasn't seen it, it's one of the creepiest shows I've ever watched, honestly. Yeah. It's about basically unsolved crimes. Like, um, the first season, the first episode of the first season's really good. Obviously, won't spoil it, but this guy basically was just found, like, dead, having been mm-hmm. sort of, like, thrown through a roof of this, like, building. But it was all sort of like weird things going on, like secret societies. He was a financial yeah. journalist, like creepy. Um, but they've just brought out a new season on Netflix. But we were going to watch it the other night with Alex, but we chickened out because it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah, I'll watch BuzzFeed Unsolved easy, but this one, the Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix, I'm not brave enough to watch them yet. No, they look really creepy. There's an episode on, like one of the towns that was basically wiped out by the tsunami in japan in 2011 and it's like haunted by like japanese children that sounds i can't watch literally terrifying Mm -hmm. because there was a really horrible episode in the first season about that this house in somewhere in france i can't remember where it was Uh it was called like murder house whatever because the family got killed by the dad basically which is literally horrible um and i had nightmares about it for weeks afterwards so i don't want to put myself through that again yeah because they say that within the first like five minutes of that episode right that it's the dad yeah i mean it's pretty obvious as well yeah but, yeah. but then so i'm like okay case solved but then it just gets weirder and weirder and weirder mm-hmm. and it's so unsettling so but i told everyone about the episode i went home and i was like guys i know i watched this blah 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 blah, blah. I know. Because it was so crazy. 
The one I could And then watch... you didn't watch the UFO episode, did you? No, I couldn't watch it because it like I'm really like scared of UFOs anyway, like <laughs> bit of a conspiracy theorist. So it, this it was too much for me. Like the thought of watching it, I probably wouldn't have slept for weeks afterwards. So it, is it was weird, terrifying. Like normally those sort of programs, I don't find scary. Like there was another one on Netflix. I can't remember what it was called, but one of the episodes was about oh, one of the big cartel leaders. I can't remember what he was called. Um, And, like, criminals that have sort of, like, never been caught and stuff. And that wasn't scary. But this series, there's just something about it. And there's also the fact that they literally don't have a clue and you can't even Mm. try and work it out is what's scary, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is weird. Because that's the thing, like, normally when you watch true crime programmes, there's, like, this resolution at the end and it's, like... Mm -hmm not satisfying but you know what i mean but these it's like you're waiting for the end like you're waiting for the resolution it just doesn't come yeah exactly also the yeah. scary one was the woman that went missing from the um hair salon and everybody mm-hmm. thought the guy that was her husband who was speaking on the program everyone was like it's definitely him that's killed her yeah to me that was obvious because he was creepy Oh, I think it was Zambada. That's who I'm thinking of. I'm trying to Google who who it was. The... the cartel leader. No, no, no. El Mayo. That's it. Oh, okay. Is that the, like, World's Most Wanted or whatever? That series? Yeah. World's Most Wanted. That's it. That's... Because that's not mm. as scary. I don't know. I don't find that as creepy. No. Because I, I haven't actually finished that episode on El Mayo, but I started watching it at night. I was like, is this going to be a bad idea? I started watching it. I fell asleep so it clearly wasn't that scary also I don't but, think it's as scary to us like I'm not scared of the Mexican cartels like yeah that's true like or touch wood oh, <laughs> such I, I can't say like I've ever encountered the Mexican cartels in my no daily life you know but um I, I, I have watched another episode from that series World's Most Wanted mm-hmm and it was about, I can't remember what she's called, but she basically was this white girl from Britain and she joined a terrorist yeah, organization. Yeah, I remember you telling me about this. And she like organized all these mass shootings in Nigeria and stuff. And it was it really freaked me out. Like mm-hmm. I, I couldn't sleep for a few days. Um, so I didn't watch any more. Well, I watched the Amaya one and then I didn't watch any more. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think there is just something like creepy about unsolved things because there's... Just yeah. the chance that it's, like, still out there and stuff, isn't it? Well, that was what, I think, creeped me out about that episode. The French, Because, obviously, yeah. it's called Most Wanted. Like, they're, they're still wanted, they're still right, out there. Right, so yeah, this yeah. woman is living in... I can't remember where they think she is now. Somewhere in Africa. Like, North Africa. But they they don't know for sure. Because, basically... She's so protected mm. um, that they, they can't get to her. Mm. But she'd never be able to come back to the UK. I watched a kind of kind of spooky, unsettling um, film, but not really, like, on the same sort of wavelength. So um, Daphne du Maurier's book, Rebecca, for the same author as Jamaica Inn, for anyone that read it at school... Um, Basically, there was a new adaptation came on Netflix with Army Hammer. Oh. Yeah, and Lily James. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. 
so I was really excited to watch it because I love Army Hammer and Lily James. Uh-huh. I've I've read Rebecca before, I think, and I think I've seen adaptations before, but I couldn't remember what it was about. And it was really good, like the cinematography and the outfits and like the setting and all the actors were really good. But if I don't know, I probably wouldn't recommend it to people because it's just oh really. It's it's really sort of like suspenseful, and then I feel like the ending's a bit like meh. Oh. It's basically about so there's this um, I think he's a count or something or a lord uh-huh. who Army Hammer plays called De Winter. He's something De Winter. I can't remember his first name. Um, right. and then he goes on holiday and meets this girl who's Lily Collins, who's like quite poor. Mm-hmm. She's a, a maid or, like, an assistant to this other woman. It's set in, like, the 20s in England, mm. I think. Um, and then he basically falls in love with her. Um, they get married after, like, a week, and then he takes her back to his stately home, which is called Manderley. And then when she gets there, she, like, finds out his wife died, who's called Rebecca. And the house okay. is really creepy. His head of staff is this really creepy woman called Danvers I think and she's like not over the death of Rebecca she's clearly obsessed with Rebecca and what this, the, 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 the housekeeper yeah right and like the girl feels like she's sort of like not good enough um she, there's pictures there's paintings of Rebecca everywhere and then it's just really creepy because it's like apparently she's drowned and it's right on the sea I hate that I know um, and then, so the, there's one scene, they have, like, a ball, because Rebecca used to always organise balls for the house, and Lily James' mm. character is like, I'll organise it, because I want to be good enough for Maxim, that's his name, Maxim de Winter. Um, and then the housekeeper, who she thinks is trying to help her, like, is like, oh, yeah, yeah sure, we'll, we'll get a dress made for you. Why don't you look at the paintings in the hall at Maxim's, like, great-great-great-aunt? So she gets dressed up in, like, right. exactly like this painting, then comes down the stairs... And Maxim's like, get it off, take it off. Like, why are you doing this? And it turns out the housekeeper had, like, tricked Lily James's character into dressing up as Rebecca. Mm. Oh, no. So it's it's creepy. But it's good. I mean, I wouldn't say it's the best thing I've watched. But I guess if you're, like, really into Daphne du Maurier books, then you'll, then you'll like it. Mm. But, yeah, it's good. Interesting. Mm. Still reading um, A Discovery of Witches by Deborah Harkness which is nice this time of year. It's, like, set in Oxford about sort of, like, witches and vampires and all that fun stuff. Hmm. Mm. That's very, very on theme. Mm-hmm. Is that the one you took a picture of with your pumpkin? It is. So for any of our listeners that don't know, I do have a, a bookstagram. A bookstagram. I love it. The people on the bookstagram, on... Is that what it's called? Bookstagram is what it's called, I guess. Um... Like, people yeah, are so nice. Like the they're subculture like, of Instagram. The books. subculture of Instagram, yeah. The community on Instagram. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're all so nice. They're just like, oh, welcome to Bookstagram. Like, I love this pic. I love this book. And I'm like, I love these wholesome, positive vibes. <laughs> so, Isn't, like, most of Bookstagram, like, German people, though? Yeah, there's... Didn't ge- you have loads of German people? I did. Like, a lot of like... German people commenting. Also, a lot of Americans. There's not that many English people on there. I will say that. But... I guess That's it's weird. because um, sort of fantasy, like um, what I would call like young adult books that I really liked when I was like 14, 15 are sort of quite big. 
over there, I guess. Right. Whereas they've sort of taken a backseat in England in the past few years to contemporary mm. books. But yeah, maybe it's just the kind of things I'm posting. It was the Twilight one that got a lot of support. So oh, maybe okay. there's a lot of German Twilight readers. Well, isn't it like, um, you know, like Dallas in the 80s, the TV series? Yeah. It was obviously huge in America, huge mm-hmm. here. And then it has, it still to this day has a huge German following. That's so random. I know, it's really random. I think it's Germany. But they still, like, play reruns on <laughs> German TV and stuff. Wow. But but yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm running out of places to take cute pics in my room now, though. Mm, you can have to, like, bring your book to Nero when you go for a cappuccino. Yeah. Snap a little pic in the coffee shop. I'll be, like, holding my book up aesthetically after blood background, mm-hmm. you know? Mm. <laughs> cute. So on the topic of Halloween, I guess we should probably say why we really don't like horror films. As someone mm-hmm. that adores Halloween, I, I mean, I, I literally live for it. It's my favourite time of year. Love all the decorations. Usually love dressing up and going out, but obviously not happening this year. But mm. I just don't like horror films. No. Um, I'm way too scared, just in general. Mm-hmm. I get scared... My family can vouch for me. I get scared by the toaster. Um, <laughs> it's the suspense. Yeah. Not the suspense. That's so dramatic. It's the anticipation, right? Mm-hmm. Suddenly I'll remember, oh, I've got I've got toast in the toaster. <laughs> and I'm waiting for it to pop and I'm like, when's it going to pop? Is it going to pop now? Is it going to pop in like 15 seconds? Is it going <laughs> to pop in a minute? I don't know. When's it going to pop? So I'm sitting there staring at the toaster and then it goes and I'm like, oh my God. So if you, if I get, worried about the toaster mm-hmm. you can imagine how scared i get of jump scares mm-hmm. and stuff i can't do anything with jump scares like creepy stuff will keep me up at night yeah <laughs> so i can't watch that mm-hmm. and then jump scares i get way too scared of so i can't watch that either i'm the same though like i just don't get the what people get out of being scared i don't know why people enjoy being scared yeah yeah, I don't enjoy that kind of adrenaline rush. No, the worst. Do you like roller coasters? No, I hate roller coasters. I, you oh, really? you will not get me on a roller coaster. See, adrenaline rush of a roller coaster, I enjoy, but anything else, I might, I'll stay away from it. I'm just scared of life in general, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> the worst, the like That's most so Gen Z. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gen Z. The worst. Like, the most scary film I've ever seen, and it's not even that scary, I've told you this before, is a Nicolas Cage film called Knowing. Never seen it. No, don't. But I'll stay away. It's about this, like, something to do with these numbers that can predict these natural disasters and, like, how do you say that word? Catastrophes? Catastrophes, that's it. Catastrophe. Um... And then there's this one bit where this like he opens the cupboard and there's this girl with her hair in front of her face scratching it in blood into the door and I was like, nah, oh. this is not for me. No. Like I didn't even want to watch Woman in Black and all those sort of films. I just hate horror films. I borrowed it from a friend and I still have it because I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> I don't want to watch it. Bro, give it, it back. <laughs> well, apparently... I don't talk to her anymore. Um, <laughs> I think... Um, that's really jump scary, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I've heard. I see now. I'm like, it just accept. I just accept the fact that I, I can't watch horror films. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just not for me. 
when I was younger, I was like, oh, I have to have to like every type of film, you know? So then when I told people that I got scared of Monster House and they laughed, that was upsetting. Monster House but is Monster House terrifying. Is a scary film. It is terrifying. When I was like 10 years old watching that, mm-hmm. scarring. <laughs> I yeah, never wanted to watch It either. When It came out and It too, I was just like, please no. don't make me. I'm, after watching Sarah Jane Adventures, I've got a phobia of clowns. Did you ever watch that? <laughs> yeah, with the like the balloons, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was so freaky. I hate clowns. You know what makes it worse? What's he called? John, the, the, the clown serial killer. Yeah. Oh, terrifying. John, what's he called? Dwayne have to look it up yeah which you know for someone that really likes halloween you think scary films would be my kind of thing uh john wayne gacy right right you don't don't look it up don't look it up no apparently he had a notorious last meal on death row he was he was on death row oh my god that's so creepy that's Mm -hmm. just a picture come up and that's so creepy okay turn it off now (laughs) My favourite Halloween film ever, because it's not scary, is Hocus Pocus, which you need to watch, because it's got, um... I do. It's got Sarah Jessica Parker in it. It's got... What's uh-huh. the name? <laughs> um, Bette Midler. But, yeah, yeah. Bette yeah. Midler. And it's about, like, um, like three witches who basically, like, from Salem, and then they're, like, basically oh, brought okay. back to life. It, but it's not creepy, it's like a kid's film. Yeah. See, I was gonna watch. I was gonna watch it yesterday in honor of this podcast because I knew we were doing a Halloween episode. Mm-hmm. But I, <laughs> I just watched Gilmore Girls instead. <laughs> I mean, it's still how I still autumnal Halloween vibes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We could watch it tonight. So, I maybe, maybe. Okay, I'll see. I do need to watch it. I feel like because mm-hmm. everyone references it, and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. It is good. It's like funny, and it's like a musical kind of as well. Mm. kind of not like mm. a proper musical okay. just the the odd song okay you know what else really freaked me out when i was a kid mm-hmm. film uh film wise um what's it called did you watch is it called spiderwick did you watch that? yeah spiderwick chronicles yeah yeah i remember it's got the kid from um challenge chocolate factory in it right yeah mm-hmm. yeah i've i did like it but it was a little creepy at points but i did enjoy it I, i've seen it quite a few times mm. not for a while but when i was younger i watched it quite a lot did you ever watch miss peregrine's home for peculiar children it was a book as well but no but i should i wanted to see it my sister's seen it but i wanted to see it. she saw it in the cinema i was really jealous because it's got asa butterfield in mm-hmm. right it's low-key creepy though yeah it looked a little creepy mm. anything with kids but... is creepy to me yeah but Ace of Butterfield, I feel like, makes it palatable. I don't know. I get you. I get you. He's he's fairly good at roles like that. Like when in Merlin, when he played Mordred. Oh yeah. He was like creepy, but he was good. I forgot. Yeah. We love Merlin on this podcast. I feel like we find a way to bring it in like every week. Yeah. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna talk about it a minute ago because you know when you're saying about in Rebecca, her being drowned. Mm-hmm. Um, the the Merlin episodes with the drowned people. Oh, I can't watch them. I can't mm. watch those episodes. They're so creepy to me. I feel it's because like... they're jump scares as well. Yeah, yeah. Uther was just sitting there, and then suddenly he was having a panic attack because there was this like drowned person standing there. No, no, no. I feel like it was kind of ingrained into us when we were little to be scared of being drowned. 
Don't you think? Do you think? Like, it all I the mean... sort of, like, on the Sarah Jane Adventures, do you remember that episode where a friend drowns? Oh, yeah. It, I just feel like it was always in I my head, but I don't think I've ever been close at the age of 20 in my, the past 20 years to being, like, to drown in. I mean, I don't like, I can't swim, so that maybe <laughs> doesn't help. But... Oh, really? Halloween costumes are, I live, I live for getting dressed up at Halloween, which makes me so sad this year, but last year I feel like I really went for it with my costume. Your costume last year was great. So last year on Halloween, we went to a little sort of like get together, I guess you could call it, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. at my boyfriend's um, and they were all going to see in between us, so his friends, if you remember. (laughs) Right, yeah, I do. And then Stranger Things obviously came out last year. So me and Mm -hmm. my boyfriend went as Stephen Robin from Stranger Things. Iconic. But it was kind of a grim outfit. Like sailor shorts, a little waistcoat, a disgusting shirt and a hat is not the most Mm. attractive Halloween costume. But it kind of worked. I thought it was really good. I thought your outfit was great. I do still have it. apart from the fact that... Yeah, well, they they put the wrong name tag, right? So you were both oh, Robin. Yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> Robin and Robin. They were like 20 quid each as well. They were expensive. That's not good. And then you borrowed my shirt mm-hmm. and went as mm-hmm. something to do with Spider-Man, right? Apparently the Superman. I think Superman. so bad. But basically, my boyfriend had a Superman shirt, you know, <laughs> with the S on or whatever. Classic. And I was like... I've never watched. I don't. I'm not that keen on Superman movies. So I've I've seen S- Superman movies, but not. Haven't sat down and watched them properly. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't know. So apparently, I was. Superman's love interest or something. Why? But she was like a you know like a secretary or whatever. <laughs> so I just went in like a white shirt, and a skirt and. Some socks, right? Mm-hmm. I borrowed your socks, mm-hmm. and then. My lanyard from college, mm. and it was great. That was so. That was my outfit. But if you follow us on Instagram, which you should at my unfiltered twenties podcast. Mm-hmm. In fact, that's wrong. At unfiltered twenties podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, the picture that we've got for this week, I've edited from <laughs> from that <laughs> Halloween party, so you can see our costumes. Incredible. But we're li- at this point, I don't know when we took that picture, but it must have been fairly late into the night because we both look a little hazed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Couple of Valoretto's down. Halloween cocktails, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So, but you can see the gist of the costumes. In first Mine year. Mine not very inspired, yeah. If you think back to first year, we went as the Spice Girls. Oh, yeah. Um, It wasn't the, it, it was a kind of a BTEC Spice Girls, so, to be honest, I mean. Wow, when we were planning that, it was going to be absolutely incredible. Or we mm-hmm. were like, wow, we're going to walk in to the the crummy su halloween ball club night yeah and everyone's gonna be like wow the spice girls obviously mm-hmm. and it just didn't go to plan did it no i had um i was baby spice obviously mm-hmm. i had this pink dress that just didn't fit so it had to be oh, sort yeah. of like tied at the back mm-hmm. and then you were sporty spice yeah so i was wearing mine i borrowed my entire outfit from alex mm-hmm so I was wearing um, her, like, fancy tracksuit bombs, mm-hmm. um, which then after, I loved them so much that I went out and bought 
a very similar pair afterwards wow. with like her like it's not proper mesh but it's like like uh fish not fishnet but you know what i mean yeah like top. yeah um and so that was my outfit that was it so I was very comfy on Halloween. Everyone else was in like all these like tight dresses and stuff, mm-hmm. and I was like living my life with my tracksuits. Well, if you think back, Alex had like she was scary spice. She had these leather mm-hmm. trousers on, which are actually really in right now. Yeah, Aren't they? yeah. She was really ahead of the time, and then mm-hmm. like a leopard print bandeau. I was like, wow, this is iconic, incredible. But yeah, yeah, I mean, what would you have dressed up as this year if we were going anywhere? I don't know. I hadn't thought about it in that much detail because I kind of... I never think about Halloween before it gets to October. Mm -hmm. And then by the time it got to October, I kind of knew that we weren't going to be doing anything anyway. But I probably... From stuff I have lying around, I don't know. I might have gone as... it would I think it would have been funny if, if we were all staying in as a flat, we could have dressed up as each other or something Mm -hmm. like that. That would have been funny. But I haven't I've got anything in mind. I don't know. Next year I'm going to have to start planning earlier. Mm-hmm. Because wishful thinking, we're going to have a good Halloween next year. Mm-hmm. We can hope. Even if it's on a Sunday. <laughs> oh yeah, the worst day. It'll be fine. I mean, I was planning on going as Mike Wazowski. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I was just going to paint myself green, wear green clothes, <laughs> and then do sort of like an eye situation over my whole head. What green clothes do you own? I don't, but I would have committed and bought a right. fully green outfit. Well, did I show you that video of Mike's Mike, the YouTuber? who Making made... himself into Mike Wazowski, yeah. He turned his face into the eye. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could have done that. Because cause Jenna Marbles did a video where she painted herself green mm-hmm. and put like a bald cap on and was green and stuff. Oh my god. And then, so then she was like just her face or whatever, and then they green screened her. So she was like part of the green screen. And then they were like putting her face on like images and stuff on the computer. Mm-hmm. It's it's just a shame, isn't it? Like, I really wish we could mm. have a good Halloween. I mean, we haven't carved any pumpkins because a bit messy. Probably go grim in a student yeah. house and it stinks. Yeah. Yeah. And then what do you do with the pumpkins afterwards? Exactly. I guess we could paint. We could paint the one that I've got. Yeah. We ha- Yeah, we just have a pumpkin. A pumpkins tiny one. cute without being carved though as well. That's what I'm thinking. But um, we did have too many drinks with Alex on Saturday night and started throwing the pumpkin around playing catch, which was... Um... Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I do remember that. I think, listen, for three drunk 20-year-olds, I think... We we had a very... We didn't drop it, right? No. There's no marks on him. He's still good. We were great. We have great drunk hand-eye coordination. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't yeah. done a veggie update in a while. Have I? Oh, yeah, tell us how it's going. I'm still... I'm still going. I mean... So I went to Coat Brasserie on Tuesday, and uh-huh. they didn't have the best veggie menu the only thing they had on the menu that was vegetarian was goat's cheese salad and uh, i do not like goat's cheese so i did was you like have, did you try it no i was like i'm gonna have fish did you have did you eat the fish i did have fish so i'm not gonna buy fish to eat at home 
But I was like, mm-hmm. if I'm out and there's nothing else on the menu that I like, I'll get fish. Yeah, that's respectable. I mean, it's very good for you. Yeah, fish. there was a lot of the menu was fish as well because it's French, and I feel like French food is quite like heavily fish based. Yeah. So I had yeah. I had like haddock goujons and they were really good. Mm. But um, I was kind of scarred by fish because when I was in Edinburgh, I think I told you about oh, this. No. Oh, I no. was like, oh, let's let's try something different, and they had like fried white bait on the menu. I was like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know fish really. I know like cod haddock, salmon. Yeah. I was like, can't be that different. So it came, and it looked like tiny sticks. I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. They've made it into sticks. So I ate it all. Really enjoyed it. The whole thing to myself. Got to the end, mm-hmm. and I was like, is that an eye? Can I see an eye oh, no. in the batter? So then I text my mum like, "Oh, guess what I've had for guess what I've had for tea, mum? White bait." And she she was laughing. She sent me a picture and they just fry these tiny little fish, just whole. Oh. They don't gut them. They don't take the eyes out. Anything. I think that's low key what triggered me into becoming oh, a vegetarian because no. disgusting. How many did you eat? Uh, probably twenty. Oh <gasps> no. Because I, I that's li- like forty eyes, Lucy. I know. <laughs> I felt sick afterwards, like thinking about it. Because I really liked Ooh. it. I was like, oh, I really like these with some garlic aioli. Oh. And then I didn't know that I was eating eyes and I was crunching the eyeballs, did I? <laughs> That's my oh. worst nightmare. I know. So, yeah, I mean, other than the, the fish, I'm still going. I had a corn biryani bowl sort of thing the other day, like a little pot noodle sort of thing. And then just a lot of corn, really. Oh, so there's a pub in Lamington, if any of our listeners live in Lamington, called mm-hmm. the Clarendon which is right at the top of the parade and they do a really good it's called moving mountains burger i think so it's like a, a vegan burger right but they put a load i love sauce on things and they put loads and loads of like vegan mayo pickles lettuce all of that sort of stuff on it and it's a really really good burger i would write it yeah not so great for fussy eaters like myself though it's true because i was like i can't remember what i asked for it without um but it came i ate so i got a, like a buttermilk chicken burger i mm-hmm. think and then it came a with a slice of bacon in it and i was like did not realize that there was going to be pig in my chicken burger but no that's kind of off. i don't like bacon in, like before i was a veggie i didn't no. like bacon in burgers it was fatty bacon yeah it? it was not great so i i picked that out and then there was ketchup on the top bun so i scraped that off I, I I would I would love all that sauce on it. I can't believe it. No, and then I was just like, "Tell me what's on it," because it doesn't yeah. tell you. It just says buttermilk chicken burger with salad or whatever. So I already know that I'm gonna have to take the tomato out. <laughs> um, and then on the bottom there was it was like a yellowy sauce. I think it was some kind of like sriracha or something, or yeah, yeah, like burger sauce. Um, yeah, sriracha probably not. Yeah, burger sauce. And then, like, special sauce. It looked like... I watch a lot of, uh, like, American YouTubers and stuff, and whenever they go to In-N-Out and they have, like, the animal fries with the, like, orangey sauce on top, it looked like that. Mm. But, which was fine. I was like, that's fine. I can deal with certain sauces, like, mm-hmm. cheesy things, whatever, I don't know. And then... So I was like, that's fine. But then... And then, so, but I opened it, dissected it, because obviously, fussy is we have to d- dissect everything before you mm-hmm. can. 
there was there was chopped red onion in the sauce. That's fine, like that. But then there was diced gherkin mm. in the sauce, so I couldn't pick it out. I couldn't pick the gherkin out. So then every bite, I was like chewing. I was like, oh, this is tasty. And then I'd randomly get like a Ugh, of gherkin. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> See, See but love Lucy that. loves that. She I was living that. for it. And I was like, ooh. Yeah. If you're, you know, a normal person, then the Clarendon's great. Mm-hmm. Although they're not yeah. doing their hot dogs at the minute, which is very sad. Oh, that's the whole reason I went, you know. Mm-hmm. I was ready for my hot dog without sauce. <laughs> Disgraceful. <laughs> I have a bit of onion. I just don't want... The other thing is, I come good with sauce. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, sweet chilli's my fave. I'll have sweet chilli on anything. Mm-hmm. But sometimes they just put too much. Yeah, and I'm I like, get that. It's drowning in sauce, and I can't be doing with that. I, I want it on the side. I want to add my own. I don't have anything else, I think. I do want to try. Every time we go to Tesco, I'm like, oh, I'm going to try the vegan cheese, but haven't tried anything yet. So if anyone has any recommendations, please do mm. let me know. Yeah. I feel like vegan cheese... I feel like vegan cheese is the last thing to catch up. Like, I yeah. feel like vegan meat is now really good, mm-hmm. but I feel like vegan cheese is uh, lagging a bit. I agree, I agree. Also, I think you should try, and then I can steal some, mm-hmm. the, like, frozen veggie go like goza. Oh, yeah. You know, okay. it's who do, like, the frozen go. I think you should get some. I'll get some, I'll try it. So, do you have any final recommendations for everyone this week, Abby? Uh, I don't have many this week, mm-hmm. but I follow this girl on Instagram, um, who, like, an artist, like... Uh, you know like a drawing mm-hmm. drawing person <laughs> uh, yeah drawing person um, and she I love her art style it's so cute and she does commissions so I really want to like commission her to do something because mm-hmm. she was doing like spooky commissions so she was like that. I'll draw you it as like a vampire or whatever oh my god uh, and I don't think it's that expensive I think I mean she does everything in Europe, so she's like from Europe somewhere. Mm-hmm. But it's not that expensive. I think she it was like twenty or thirty euros for a commission. I was like, that's not bad because she's that's really good. good. So basically, on Insta, her username is <laughs> Cynthia underscore Desideretta. Mm. Uh, I'll link it in the description, but it's really cute. Um, so yeah, she's only got 9,000 followers which I think for mm. Insta artists isn't loads mm. what about you Luce what are your recommendations um I've been listening again to Haim who I said last week their new album's really good and they've performed it a lot like during lockdown which is cool it's called mm-hmm. Women in Music Part 3 um mm. and then also I've been listening to Phoebe Bridges I know I'm quite late on the Phoebe Bridges hype but I feel like she's quite spooky she always wears um a skeleton when she performs what does that mean? Like a, a onesie that's a skeleton. Oh. Um, yeah, and like a lot of her songs are quite like spooky vibes. I don't know. That's why I think this sounds good. Uh, she's, she's good. She's quite different. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really have anything else. Um, the Crown again. We talked about it last week, but mm-hmm. the new season's out soon. Yeah, I rewatched About Time this week. Mm. I was talking about it last week and going, oh, I haven't seen it. I, I did rewatch it this weekend. I can confirm it's still incredible, <laughs> and can confirm that I had to hold my tears in the entire time because it's mm-hmm. just really just pulling your heartstrings. Mm-hmm. 
So thanks so much for listening to the newest episode of Mindfilter 20s, everyone. Make sure you listen to us next week. Um, hope you've enjoyed this spooky-themed episode. Uh, check us out on Spotify and Google Podcasts, um, as well as our YouTube channel. Um, and make sure to follow us on social media, My Unfiltered 20s on Twitter and Unfiltered 20s Podcast on Instagram for updates and general content. Bye, everyone. Bye.